Invasion. Separatist leader Wat Tambor has taken control of the planet Ryloth and subjugates its people through a brutal droid occupation. In a daring surprise attack, Jedi Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka Tano defeated the space blockade guarding the planet. Now, Jedi Generals Mace Windu and Obi-Wan Kenobi lead a massive invasion to liberate the starving people. Bucketheads, Mevartigar, welcome to the 45th Tactical Droid Defying episode of MandoVision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please be sure to like, subscribe, share this show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert, and... Hey, you know what? Share it with the other ones, too. The ones that aren't in your covert. Share it with other coverts. That's always a good plan, too. I like that one a lot. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts and you can take the time to give us a five-star review, those are so insanely helpful uh, for getting out the word, spreading the word about what we're doing here on MandoVision. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there. We think we're doing a pretty darn good job over here, and we'd love to continue to grow this audience. And you are a key part of doing that, and the five-star reviews are so insanely helpful. Remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora Music, Amazon Music, Audible, so many, many more, and and we will continue to put ourselves on more and more platforms to make it easier and easier to find us and, and get the word, spread the word. You know what word that is. Well, maybe not the word, but the way. We're going to spread the way, because that this is the way. That's why we're here. We're here because we love the Mandalorian, we love Star Wars, and, and there's a lot of us out there, and... and I'm hoping this podcast scratches the itches. <laughs> the itches? Oh my goodness. I'm going to stop talking now. We have a great episode to get into today. We're here for part two of the Twi'lek, of the, of the Ryla saga from, from episode, I'm sorry, from season one of, of, of Star Wars The Clone Wars. Sorry, I had to turn down the music there and I distracted myself. <laughs> season one, episode 20, The Innocence of Ryloth. Uh, original air date was March 6, 2009. Our plot for this episode, to sabotage a powerful Separatist weapon. Obi-Wan and a small clone force enter an occupied town and discover that its residents are being used as a living shield. All right, let's get into this episode, and then we'll get into the details. All right, you ready? Strap on your buckets. Let's go. You must not allow the clones to reach the surface. Our new proton cannon are in the optimum position to prevent that, sir. What? What if they focus the attack on your cannon? I am utilizing the prisoners from this village as living shields. I calculate the Jedi will not risk the prisoners' safety with a direct assault. Ooh, so you heard the evil plot by the tactical droid there. No regard for the life of the Twi'leks, for the life of civilized beings. Or even uncivilized beings. It's all just part of this droid's strategy to keep the Jedi away from the from the cannons that are that are uh, keeping Republic forces at bay, preventing uh, a large scale landing parties to to descend on Ryloth in an effort to liberate the people who are who are being occupied by 
by uh, Watt Tambor and his droid forces. Uh, let's talk a little bit more. We have we still have some stuff to get into before we break down the episode. Okay, we have to do our usual our usual bits of business. This episode directed by Justin Ridge, written by Henry Gilroy and Scott Murphy. Our main cast for this episode, D. Bradley Baker, once again, the Clone Troopers, Commander Cody, Waxer Boyle, Commander Pons. James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I, I should say, this is, a, this is a really great Obi-Wan and Clone Troopers episode together. I really, really enjoyed this aspect of the show. Corey Burton, back as, the, as Commander TX-20, the tactical droid we just heard from, and uh, Nil and Brill. Matthew Wood returns as the battle droids and Watt Tambor. Catherine Tabor plays Numa in this episode, and we'll talk a little bit about Numa later on. Terrence T.C. Carson back as Mace Windu, and Tom Kane is our narrator. All right. Our Jedi Fortune cookie this episode, the costs of war can never be truly accounted for. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. And and that's a, that's a lot of what this episode is about. And in a nutshell, what the, what the Clone Wars are, are about, you know, the, 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 the Separatists are... They are claiming, you know, we, we, we've sort of talked about the politics here a little bit, but the Separatists, you know, they, they, they claim these noble intentions, but they're, they're run by the Trade Federation. They're run by the Techno Union. They're run by these, these concerns that are uh, the, about making money. They're, they're attempting to profit. They weren't making enough profit under the Republic, so they, they have rallied these other systems who are, you know, supposedly be, uh, under the boot heel of Republic taxation and, and things of this nature, some of the stuff we got into back in episode one, but it's, 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 they're, they're profiteers. They're, they're, they're not doing anything noble. They're not trying to, uh, uh, you know, liberate the galaxy from some sort of oppression of the Republic. And in, 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 I mean, in their views, being taxed is, is oppressive, which I guess makes them like the 1% of the galaxy. And they're, they're rebelling against a, a new tax code, perhaps. It's, <laughs> I don't know if I want to make that metaphor necessarily, but, you know, th- these guys have no noble intentions. This is about turning a profit, essentially, and, and, and bringing the, the Republic to, to, you know, cut them a break, basically. They're, they're looking for, for, for tax breaks and, 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 you know, higher profit margins for themselves. There's, there's, no, there's very little noble about what, what the separatists are trying to do here. And, and we see that reflected in the actions of these droids. Uh, of this tactical droid in particular, who's using the Twi'leks as 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 as, as uh, shields, as as shields against the Republic, so they can't just bomb the crap out of these these proton cannons that 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 we need to uh, that they need to destroy for in order for Mace Windu's forces to land. We should also note the the lack of objection to the Twi'leks as 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 a as a shield, as a as a protection measure for this. Uh, T- Watt Tambor does not object in the slightest to the idea of, of, of just using these 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 beings uh, to protect uh, his interests, and and again, there's there's something to be said, you know, it, this uh, this you know season one of the show does not get into a lot of like heavy handed metaphor or a lot of like beat you over the head metaphors and stuff like that, and and the show overall doesn't do that, to be, so don't 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 mistake what I'm saying here, but. Um, Obviously, there's there's a comparison that can be drawn about how in our real world, the 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 ability of, of other humans to act in this way, um, is very real and very present. And and uh, you know you have the cold detachment of the droids, and that's something you can understand a lot easier than the reality of our world, where other humans treat other humans and use them in this fashion. Uh, and and we see that uh, in in the news every day, which is why I. Uh, Adamantly advise not watching the news. It's just terribly depressing. 
So, <laughs> but it is interesting to kind of, again, some more uh, things to kind of consider as you watch the show. You know, it's, there's not, they don't plumb the depths, but these are things that you can think about on your own. And, and uh, I think that's a very interesting avenue that the show takes. It's like, let's pose these questions, but we're Star Wars. We don't have to get into like the nitty gritty in here necessarily, but I, I find that really interesting to me. That I, I think that is a really interesting idea of, of of comparing and contrasting those two things. Like a cold calculating droid using beans as 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 a living shield. Um it makes a certain amount of sense. But then you see the despicableness and the cowardness uh, cowardice of, of Wat Tambor and not objecting to it because it serves his purposes and his goals. Uh the uh, but you, you, you sort of wonder if Wat Tambor were a human. Like, you, you understand humans being greedy and, and profiting. But what would one have the, have the stones to idly let other human beings die? Very likely. Very likely. So that, that cowardness resonates. Um, it's sort of the, again, I'm always sort of baffled by the, the uh, not baffled. I, again, I understand. I understand the depravity of humanity. Um, so I, I, I get... I don't want to talk about this anymore. People are bad. There are bad people out there who do bad things, and and I like that sometimes Star Wars makes us uh, confront these these uh, these these morality issues. And um, yeah, bad people do bad things, and we don't like them, and uh, they should be stopped. So uh, more Jedi on Earth, please. Thank you. That's all I'm going to say about that. Let's play the clip now. God, let's get out of this conversation. I have to get away from this. Let's get out of this. Let's talk about Obi Wan. Obi-Wan's small detachment of clone troopers is, is going to land near a village. I like the way he addresses his troops here. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this, this out right now so you all can hear it. I like what he says about not destroying their culture, protecting the people, protecting the villages. You know, you can't just blow everything up. You can't solve all your problems with, with grenades and explosives. Here we go. Get it, Obi. We need to remember why we're here. We came to aid the Twi'leks, not destroy their home. Cody? That means we'll be taking it back the hard way. Minimal destruction with blasters and droid poppers only. No rockets or detonators. Check your aim. Keep an eye out for the locals. Am I understood? Sir, yes, sir! <sighs> if we're here to free the tailheads, the least they can do is get out of our way. Sir? That's not very nice. That is not a very nice comment by, by one of our clone troopers. We, we followed through this episode, and... Again, it's it's let's not pull our punches here. It's it's sort of a racist derogatory remark, right? You know, um, it's not nice. It's not it, it's clones are not above being, uh, I guess, racist. I guess we'll just say racist. And um, but this episode goes a long way to sort of showing that clone the error of the way he's thinking. Uh, when when they meet uh, Numa, the, the small Twi'lek child girl who is uh, completely adorable. And, uh, you know, before Baby Yoda, but luckily after the Baby uh, baby Hut, <laughs> we had this adorable Twi'lek child to, uh, to, to capture our attentions. And uh, there's a great shot of her later in this episode uh, being held by Obi-Wan Kenobi with this, like, stern look on both their faces as, as they're dealing with the droids that are occupying their village and oppressing her, her family and her people. Um, the child's adorable, and we'll, we'll play a little bit more of... of, of those scenes when Waxer and Boyle encounter her uh, a little bit later on in in the episode, uh, but a, a strong part of this episode is 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 these two clones uh, on their reconnaissance missions uh, encountering 
Cantering Numa, and and um, again, uh, whether it's Baxter Boyle, I'm not 100% certain, but one of them kind of being forced to confront uh, their 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 wrongness of, of what they their their of their assumptions about the Twi'leks. And I again, I always enjoy that. I enjoy a character who is forced to confront their own uh, stupidity or naivety, and uh, hopefully learning a valuable lesson in the process. Because uh, uh, hey, it's okay to be a dum dum. But you can't stay a dum dum. You got to get better. You got to learn. You got to understand. You got to change and and realize the the error of your ways and the ways of your thinking. That's the only way that we are going to get better in our world as well. And it resonates again here in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. All right. So Obi Wan and the forces of Ghost Company are on the ground. They're trying to figure out what's going on. How are they going to get to these cannons? What's what you know? Where are the people in this village? They don't know what's going on. They don't understand what's happened yet. What the tactical droid is doing just yet. Uh, Cody and and it. Get, sends out scouts and, and reconnaissance troopers and, and Waxer and Boyle uh, make their way through one of the villages and I, I did sort of like the scene here where they're sort of discussing and, and, uh, and let's, let's go ahead and play it I'll tell you Boyle this is creepy do you think they killed all of them? well there are no bodies they were driven from their homes I don't think they had a had a what? <sighs> choice okay so now some some droids are moving through the area and again this is where we're going to encounter uh numa for the first time and it's really a good scene i like it a lot though actually i don't think we're there just yet because we cut back to the base and this is where we find out that the tactical droid has a spy droid uh used and is 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 uh employing it against the Republic forces, the the probe droid is is observing the strategy session, so the tactical droid knows what to anticipate and how to how to counter the plans of Kenobi and Cody as they are attempting to to get to these cannons. We also find out that the tactical droid has been preparing for the clones by starving uh, some fierce native creatures to Ryloth, and will uh, be unleashing those against the clones at some point in in this episode. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and play the scene with the probe droid because I, I do I don't want to want to get to what happens after it. Hang on. Here we go. Found the guns. They're in the courtyard here. Here. But there's a complication. They've taken the locals hostage and they're using them as shields. The Twi'lek prisoners will make this difficult, but not impossible. I still have a good plan for taking out those guns. Getting the villagers out of harm's way is our first priority. I have faith in you, General Kenobi. Cody, we'll go in with everything we have. Clear those hostages. So, it's General Kenobi who is leading this assault. He is known for his deceptive maneuver. Roger, roger. Download his file. Alright, so I like that very much. I like... I think we talked about it with the Nemoidian uh, in the previous episode who recognizes uh, uh, Anakin and his tactics and begins to anticipate the uniqueness of, of Anakin's style. And Anakin and Obi-Wan both de deploy rather deceptive styles, let's be perfectly honest. Um, but Obi-Wan is, is clearly the king of misdirect. Uh, but he's also one of the more adaptable Jedis, I think, th that we have seen. And I say that knowing that Anakin is also the king of improv. So <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit of a, a, a balancing act for those two uh, in, in that regard. But it's, it's, it's the stylistic approach of Anakin versus Obi-Wan that is uh, so contrasting between the two. Um, now we're going to get to the scene where the, where the, the where Waxer and Boyle are going to discover Numa 
And yeah, well, you know what? Why don't we just play this out and see what see how this all shakes out? Because this is a good one here. They're hearing the noise. They're gonna move in. So cute. Ah, it's just a little girl. Well, what are we gonna do with her? Well, 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 well. Why do we have to do anything? We've got a mission to finish. But we should do something. I say we take her with us. You can't be serious. She'll, she'll only slow us down. Look, she's afraid of us. Not us. Quick, hide! Probe droid. That was a recon unit. We better get moving. We can't leave her here. Fine, we'll take her. Be careful. Don't worry, Waxer. I don't think she's armed. Ah! Little tailhead bit me! Stop, stop, you're scaring her! She probably thinks we're droids. I love this when they take off their helmets. This is really good stuff here. It's all right. See? I'm flesh and blood. Just like you. She looks half starved. Uh, here. And offers a ration to the girl. Mission accomplished. Can we go now? Come on, kid. Come on. Look, she doesn't even want to go. Little monster was fine before we came along, so let's move. I really like that. I really like the way that plays out. I think that's a really strong scene. Um, again, Waxer's... Is it Waxer? Waxer's compassion for the kid. And even Boyle comes around to a certain extent. Um, um, but again, they, all about the mission. But the child clearly uh, uh, is is what the title of the episode is about. Innocence of Ryloth. And that's embodied right here in this child. It is literally the innocence of Ryloth. <laughs> but but Numa, as we, as we will find her name out later on in, in the episode, uh, proves to be quite helpful and and, and uh, does a really good job of aiding the clones and uh, Kenobi in in getting into the camp where the where the cannons are set up so that they can uh, free the people and 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 allow Master Windu's forces to land so that that the next phase of the operation can begin. All right, it's at this point that our evil. Tactical droid, and yeah, maybe putting calling a droid evil is a bit strong, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Uh, this is when he releases those those uh, those, st those starved creatures to go and attack the clone forces that are gonna be moving in against him, against it. And uh, at this time, Waxer and Boyle, with the little girl still, are being led to uh, what turns out to be her former home. Uh, and and again, another another nice little moment here for for Waxer and Boyle with this child, because uh, again, wa you know, Waxer seems to be the more compassionate of the two. But Boyle's coming around and, and sort of seeing, uh, beginning to see that he uh, was wrong, was wrong. So let's play this out a little bit as, as they are uh, continuing to try and help this girl, who is continuing to try and help them in her own way as well. I guess this was her home. Poor little thing. She lost it all.
okay now. We're here to help. She's hugging Baxter now. <laughs> I remember it's the audio show. I can't. <laughs> you're not seeing what I'm seeing unless you're watching Don't with cry, me. Kid. We'll keep you safe. I, I promise. And now she hugs him too. Oh boy, coming around, huh? Those those lousy quote unquote tailheads, huh? Well, you're learning a lesson right there, aren't you? All right, so the episode kind of moves. We 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 kind of pick up the pace here. Uh, you get a great scene. The clones encounter those creatures. Uh, Master Kenobi does what Jedi do. He's able to lead those using the Force leads those creatures away. He's able to trap them with the help of the clones into a into a like an alleyway where they they blow up a bridge and collapse it. So those creatures are stuck behind there, and and Obi Wan's able to free himself. Uh, and then they're able to move in. And this is when Waxer and Boyle make their presences renowned with the child. And I should say the child led them, led Waxer and Boyle out of danger too. They were also being attacked by those creatures, but they were able to use some some uh, sewer tunnels to get out of that out of that danger. Now they are popping their heads back up out of the sewers. Don't shoot. Waxer, Boyle, where have you two slackers been? Sir, there is an explanation. We got sidetracked. I think I see what sidetracked you. The clones have defeated the creatures. Yes, but their numbers are thin. Prepare for their final attack. Hello, little one. <gasps> she brought us here through the tunnels. They know the way around them pretty good, sir. Lunala Kui, John Willow? The girl can lead us through the tunnel to the prisoners. Cody, we're going to need a diversion. I love that Obi-Wan speaks Twi'lek, and uh, that endears him to me even more than I already love the man. So <laughs> I love that he can communicate with the little girl, and now uh, she's going to be a big help uh, to getting the clones into position so that they can... Again, destroy these these cannons, but at the same time, free the Twi'leks that have been taken captive and are being used as, as, as hostages and shields uh, against the Republic forces. Uh, really, really good stuff here. And, I mean, yeah, let's just get to it. I mean, let's just kind of wrap it up because you get a great battle here. Uh, this is also the part when they're in those tunnels that you see this that shot I was talking to you about with, uh, with, with Obi-Wan holding Nara. Nima, N Nima, <laughs> holding the little girl in his arms and just like both of them shooting lasers at those battle droids uh, it, with their eyes, I should say, not actual physical lasers. And we also get into a great battle scene. I didn't talk about it earlier, but I thought this episode had some really great visuals to it. I thought it was, you know, as the season's gone on, uh, you know, a lot of the episodes are, are not in production order. So some of those episodes, um, some look a little... Early in the process, I guess is kind of the kind of way to put it. This is an episode with, I think, a lot more polish on it. I think it looks really, really good. Uh, the battles always look great in this, on this series, but uh, in this episode in particular, they look fantastic. And uh, it, it, here, let's go ahead and play out this this kind of like the, the climactic uh, final part here of, of, of what's going to happen here. The battles with the droids, the, with the commander of the tank, the, the tackle droid, I should say, in the tank. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get it. Okay, Waxer and Boyle have been injured. And her going out to the battlefield rallies the Twi'leks. Now she goes to Obi-Wan. 
<laughs> you lose, General Kenobi. And now the Tweelix are storming the tank, and they're going to rip that tactical droid apart by hand. I like Obi-Wan attempting to cover Nera's eyes so she can't see it. She just moves her head. Those Tweelix rip that droid apart really well. And now Republic forces move in because the cannons are done. Alright, let's close it out with this bit of the show. Great job getting rid of those cannons. Now we have a more difficult objective. We must take the capital and free this world. See you later, little one. Hey, Numa. Stay out of trouble. Don't be afraid. We'll be back. that she keeps calling us. Nera, it means brother. And if it doesn't get more touching than that, then I don't know, what, like, are you, are you dead inside? Come on! A great ending to this episode. Uh, really, really enjoyed the heck out of this one. I think this is, this is one of the strongest episodes, in my opinion, of season one. Uh, and that's, that, that's, I know what's coming next, and that's maybe the strongest one of the season. But don't worry. <laughs> this is a really strong episode. I stand by it 100%. This episode is an easy uh, 8.0, and it deserves every second of it. it it's Again, I, I know the episodes that are coming down the road, so I, it kind of holds it back from getting a higher ranking, which is maybe unfair, which is maybe unfair on my part. But I know how much better it can be, so I know what episodes are going to get 9s and 10s. And, and uh, yeah, we're not there yet. But this is a really rock-solid episode a good strong solid middle chapter for this Ryloth. Ry Ryloth uh, uh, <laughs> I tried to combine Ryloth and Twi'lek into one word and it didn't work out so well but this is a really solid middle chapter here like I said an easy 8.0 I love a lot of the stuff going on here there's some subtext it's not too uh, it's not too obvious not too uh, overt uh, but there's some stuff to think about the stuff, some stuff to make you think here and you know, we get a little bit more into it in the next episode, but you wonder about these occupying forces, and will the Republic become another occupying force? Are the Twi'leks really being liberated with the Republic sweeping through here and the clones having freed this village? But would they, would they are, are the Twi'leks potentially just swapping one master for another? You know, the separatists for the Republic, Republic forces that may not leave and may be, uh, stifle their freedoms. And we, 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 get to con we get to talk about that and we get to address that uh, in our third installment of the, of the Ryloth trilogy. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. We meet a very important, uh, the, the, uh, the ancestor of a very important character uh, in, in the next episode too. And we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, I, am, I am such a big fan of, of the Twi'lek people. Uh, they, they have popped up in some of the best Star Wars media that I've become familiar with over, the, over the, my many, many years of Star Wars fandom. And uh, it, it sort of sparked an idea in me, and I think we're going to do it maybe between maybe between uh, Season 1 of The Clone Wars and before we start our Bad Batch coverage, because we're going to get done ahead of time. So I'm going to have some episodes to fill in before The Bad Batch starts, and I think I want to do uh, or, or begin a series of kind of like species spotlights uh, to talk about some of the species that, that populate the Star Wars galaxy that we love so much. And I think I want to kick it off 
with the Twi'lek because I, I I love them. They are so prominent in in Star Wars. I mean, so many of the of the Twi'lek people, good and bad, have 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 come from the movies. We've got the animation. We got characters from the comics. Um, there, there, we have them on, on Jedi. We have just, we have Twi'lek Sith. We have uh, a, a Twi'lek as a member of of the, of the Nile right now in the High Republic series that's going on in, in the novels and comics. Uh, they're, they're, it's a fascinating people, and uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna maybe making an effort to kind of sort the the fact from the fiction as far as that goes, and what that means is uh, canon from non-canon because I have to make sure that my facts are updated as well because I know I know y'all know I know a lot of the old lore that may not be considered canon anymore. So I got to make sure I'm, I'm telling you all the right information. But yeah, I think we're gonna do a Twi'lek uh, species spotlight kind of episode coming up. And uh, while I'm teasing that, I, I think another thing we're going to try and get to and, and work in between episodes at certain points is uh, we're, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do like a Jedi spotlight as well and, and, and sort of feature the different Jedi uh, that take that, that are, that are uh, ha- cohabitating in this series. You know, not just Anakin and, and Obi-Wan, but we are going to get into Mace Windu because we have some stuff to talk about with Mace for next week. Uh, but like, let's talk more about some of those, those uh, like let's talk about Shakti. I want to talk about Shakti. She's an awesome Jedi. We'll get into Barris Ophi. We'll we'll talk about and and Barris. Ooh, big things with that with that Jedi coming up here. She's got some, she's got a role to play with Ahsoka. I mean, there there's so many interesting characters to talk about, and uh, what better way to give them the, the the attention and the credit they deserve it, but to but to give them a little bit of a spotlight episode where we can talk about not just their their roles on the show, but how they've affected other Star Wars media. Other, you know, the books and the comics and, and, and everything else, everything in between, even the video games. Some of these characters pop up in the video games, and that's always fun to talk about, too. All right, this was Season 1, Episode 20, The Innocence of Ryloth. Uh, again, it, it debuted March 6, 2009. Do you remember where, we, where you were March 6, 2009? I don't either. <laughs> but I know I was in front of a TV watching this show. That's about all I can recall. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Mandovision. My name is Tom, Nargai Tom. I say it at the beginning of the show. Uh, your 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 dedication and, and continued support of this podcast continues to uh, blow me away. I'm I am always continually impressed uh, that we have so many people listening to the show, and I hope enjoying the show. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is on social media at Mando underscore Vision, Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show too, MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Hit me up there if you want to get into like a long form. Uh, uh, if you want to send me a scathing, vindictive. Or if you just want to like talk about some Star Wars stuff, you know, you can email me about that. We'll get, I'll get, in, I'll get back to you. I promise. Again, thank you for all the all the support. It it, it means the world. You're you 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 buoy my confidence every week to do, keep doing the show and to keep cranking out episodes. I'm so happy you all are here, and this podcast is never ever going away. And just wait. I mean, look, the Bad Batch is right around the corner, and before you know it, we're gonna be doing the Book of Boba Fett. And and, whew, I can't even wait. I can't even wait. It's going to be the greatest. Star Wars is the best. I love it so much. You love it so much. And that's why we're all here because we're all having a good time together watching the Star Wars. In the meantime, we got to close up the show, but I'll be back very, very soon. Maybe sooner than you think. And uh, hey, let's close up the show. Remember, there's only one way to close out this podcast. And this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. way.